Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih Al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah And continuing to look at the tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha We have reached the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Maliki Yawmiddin The owner of the day of recompense Wafiqira'ah And inside of another recitation Maliki Yawmiddin The king of the day of recompense Fahuwa subhanahu wa ta'ala Huwa malik Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is the owner And he is the king Of Yawmuddin And Yawmuddin Here Murad bid-deen What is intended by Yawmuddin What is intended by deen here is Al-Hisab Yawmuddin A Yawm-Hisab Wal-Jaza' The day that we will be paid the day that we will be reimbursed, the day that we will see what is the end result of the deeds in which we have put forward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inside of his noble book elsewhere, he says, But rather, they belie the deen. They belie the deen. al-hisab al-jazaa, meaning they belie the reward and or punishment they re, they belie the day that they will be paid for their deeds how do we know that this is the meaning of deen here in this ayah if we look at the context of this particular ayah kalla bal tukadhibuna bid-din wa inna alaykum lahafidhin Kiraman katibin Ya'lamuna ma taf'alun Innal abarara lafi na'im Wa innal fujjara lafi jahim Yaslownaha yawmaddin Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says But rather they deny the day of recompense Rather they deny the deen They deny the deen Ay the hisab and the jazak They deny that they will have to pay for what they are doing. They deny that they will be rewarded for the good that they do. Even though they have on them those who are writing. Kiram and Katibin. Even though there are noble ones who are writing. Meaning who? The Malaika. Are writing down the deeds. Are writing down what the individual does. Writing down what the individual says and so on and so forth. Why? In preparation for a great event. In preparation for a great day. They know what they do. 
Meaning that these scribes from the malaika, these scribes from the angels, they know what the individuals are doing, who they are writing for, because they're writing down what they are doing. They are writing down what they are saying. Inna al-abrara lafi na'im. Verily, those who are righteous, they will be in bliss. Wa inna al-fujjara lafi jahim. And verily, those who are the criminals, those who are the disbelievers, they will be in the hellfire. Yaslonaha yomidin. They will go there on the day of recompense. They will go there on the day of judgment. So when we look at the context of these ayat, then we know what is intended by deen here means the day of judgment. It means the day that all debts will be paid. It means the day of recompense. The day that the righteous will be rewarded and the day that the criminals, they will be punished with the ultimate punishment. We also see Deen coming bearing this meaning as well elsewhere in the Quran. As Allah Ta'ala says, Have you not seen the one who has belied the deen? He has belied the deen, meaning he has belied Yukadibu bil Jaza wal Hisab. He has belied the fact that they will be rewarded and or punished. He has denied the judgment, the day that they will be judged, he has denied. He has denied the day that they will be resurrected. That this individual has denied the day that they will be resurrected. Elsewhere in the Quran, we see the same meaning for deen. As Allah Ta'ala says, فَمَا يُكَذِّبُكَ بَعْدُ deen. And what after that will make you disbelieve in the deen, in the day of recompense. Eh? In the hisab wal jaza. That you will be paid. You will be judged, you will be paid for what you have done, you will be recompensed for what you have done, the day of recompense. The day of judgment. When we reflect over these ayat or over this ayat, this should instill within us fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This should make us understand that regardless on whether we we like to accept it or we reject it, whether we believe in it or we deny it, whether we prepare for it or not, it is an eventuality that is going to happen, it is coming. For lack of a better term, the stage is already being set. We are doing what we are doing and the angels, they are writing what we are doing. That record will be present on the day of judgment when we will stand in front of our Lord and be judged for what we have done, judged for what we have said, judged for what we believed in, judged for what our methodology was, judged for everything we did inside of this life. And we will either be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or we will be punished by Allah jalla wa'ala. So this should instill within a person the reality that they have to prepare for this eventuality. This should instill within the abd that he has to prepare for the day of judgment. So we should be benefiting every time we pray and every rakah that we come across this ayah, it should be a reminder for us that we have to prepare for the day of judgment. It should be a reminder for us to have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To fear meaning our Lord jalla wa'ala. So we walk away, we understand from this ayah what? That we should be scared of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the owner of the day of judgment. The king of the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this should instill within us fear. 
And then when we look to the ayah that is previous to it, Allah Ta'ala, He says, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. The most beneficent, the most merciful. Naam? The most beneficent, the most merciful. This should instill in us hope. To have hope. Raja, to have hope for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have hope that He will accept from us our righteousness, to have hope that He will forgive for us our sins, to have hope that He will enter us into His Jannah, to have hope that He will be pleased with us, Jalla wa'ala. So when one puts these two ayat together, then they understand that we have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala between hope and between fear. Because the next ayah it comes and it says, you alone is it that we worship, you alone is it that we seek help. So when it comes to ibadah, then we have to be between hope and fear. We learn all of this from these ayat in Surah Al-Fatiha. Who will reflect, who will benefit from reflecting on the Quran? Who will benefit from this great admonishment when we understand the fruits and see some of the fruits that are contained inside of this surah, then maybe we will understand better why it is obliged upon us that we recite this surah in every rakah of every prayer. In every rakah of every prayer that we recite this surah because there is in it tremendous benefit. There is in it that if, if we reflected upon it, it will be life changing. It will change our lives. It will benefit us. It is that that we have to know and understand its meaning. We have to contemplate over the meanings and the fruits and the jewels that come therein so that we may be affected by it in a beneficial way so that we may benefit from it so that our lives may be enriched by it so that we will be from those who when they meet their Lord on this day of resurrection then they will meet their Lord while their Lord is pleased with them and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who when they meet Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is pleased with them هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله رفلت لماذا قال الله سبحانه وتعالى مالك يوم الدين Why did Allah سبحانه وتعالى say the owner of the day of judgment the owner of the day of recompense مع أنه مالك يوم الدين وغيره this is with the fact that Allah Ta'ala, He is the owner of the day of recompense and of every other day. So why was the day of recompense specified here? Why was the day of judgment specified and singled out here? The ulama of tafsir, they mention, they say, خُصَّ يَوْمُ الدِّينَ أَوْ يَوْمُ الدِّينَ بِالذِّكْرِ لِأَنَّهُ لَا مُلْكَ فِي ذَلِكَ الْيَوْمِ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ سُبْحَانُهُ وَتَعَالَى they say that this day was specified because it was specified to be mentioned because 
on that day there will be no dominion except that it belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no dominion except that it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. كَمَا قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِي كِتَابِهِ الْكِنِيمِ As Allah ta'ala he says in his noble book, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ And who and unto who does it belong the dominion today? Who does the dominion belong to today? Allah Ta'ala, He answers, He said, الْوَاحِدِ It belongs to Allah, the one who is alone, the one who conquers everything. That day belongs unto Allah Azza wa Jal, like every day belongs unto Allah Azza wa Jal. Who will be the ruler on that day? Who will be the owner of the dominion on that day? None except Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. On that day, Al-Muluk wa Afrad al-Nas Siwa. On that day, the kings and the common folk, they will be the same. They will be the same. There will be no separation of classes on that day, meaning rich, poor, this one, noble, unnoble, so on and so forth. From the standpoint and the direction that we look at it here inside of this dunya, the, that which will make a distinction between the slaves on that day will be the righteousness and what they put forward here in this dunya. Will be whether or not they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here in this dunya. Thus shall they be separated on that day between the believers and those who disbelieve. But as far as these things that separate us today from class money and all that type of stuff, no, none of that. Because the kings and the common folk would be the same on that day. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala, He is the king of the day of judgment. Allah Ta'ala, He is the owner of the day of judgment. No one will have any type of ownership, any type of kingdom, except for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Only Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Kama qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, akhrajuhu muslim, min hadith Abdullah bin Amr, bin Umar, min Abdullah bin Umar. With the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, inna Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will say, an Amerik, I am the king, ayna mutakabbirun, where are the arrogance? Ain't a Jabbarot. Where are those who were haughty? Where are those who were haughty thought they were better than other people? Where are the arrogant ones now? This is the day that all of the mankind, they will be the same. The kings from them, the slaves from them, the rich from them, the poor from them, the noble from them. من أحد إلا بعمل صالح. No one will be different and made distinct from anyone else except due to the righteous good deeds. Except due to the righteous good deeds. So this is a day that if you want to be on top on this day, if you want to be in good standing on this day, if you want to be from those who are successful on this day, then you have to be of those who are righteous today. Those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today. Those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today. Those who worship Allah and Allah ta'ala alone today. Those who believe in His prophets and His messengers today. 
those who adorn themselves with the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam today, those who are upon tawheed wa sunnah today, those who die upon that when they die in this world, then you will be from those who will be successful on the day of resurrection. So if you want to be successful on the day of resurrection, then you have to start preparing from today. You have to start getting ready from today. You have to repent unto Allah from today. You have to amend, you have to make the amends and change your life with today. You have to get ready before you die if you want to be successful on the day of judgment. If you want to be of those who are in good standing on the day of judgment, then you have to get ready from right now. If you want to be of those who are entered into the Jannah on the day of judgment, then you have to start working from right now. You have to be of those who are reading Allah's book from right now, reflecting over Allah's book from right now. Because if not, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting to die and then you'll do it? What are you waiting for? This one says, I'll wait for Jummah, I'll read Quran Jummah, maybe you'll die before Jummah. This one says, I'll wait for Ramadan, I'll read the Quran of Ramadan, I'll finish the Quran of Ramadan, maybe he dies in Sha'ban. They don't see it on the bond. This one says, I'll get righteous when I get older. Maybe he dies as a youth. He never gets old. This one says, after I get married, then I'll be good. But maybe he never get married. He dies unmarried. This one says, when my hair start to turn gray, and then I have to put in him, the, the, he not, then maybe I'll get righteous, but maybe he dies and his beard and never sees a gray hair. What are we waiting for? If we want to be successful on that day, then we have to prepare from today. We recite this ayah in every rakah of every prayer, but do we reflect on it? Do we reflect on the meanings that are contained therein? Is this a motivating factor to get us to prepare for this eventuality? It is a must. That we sit down with ourselves and we have a true conversation. It is a must that we sit down with ourselves and we have a true conversation. And after that conversation, we get up and we improve upon our state. If it was good, then we improve upon it so it becomes better. If it wasn't good, then we get it to good and so on and so forth. But it is a must that we reflect over these ayat, that we not just take them to heart, because even that is not strong enough of an expression but that we reflect over Allah's book and by way of it we transform our lives so that when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we meet him as those who he loves and those who he is pleased with هذا فأقيم الصلاة